Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Made Good Pod. It's me, Flo, coming in hot off the heels of a Colorado adventure. This past week, we went on a little, our first annual team retreat. Here's a little bit of background. If you don't know me, if you don't know this already, I used to be a focus missionary, and I am now living the focus mish dream in that my teammate is my teammate. So (laughs) my old teammate from my second year, we work so well together, and she is just so, so good that she is now the queen of all things admin and client care within the business. And so we get to take all the fun things that we loved about our time in focus together and just make it part of our make it part of our company process, which means offsites. So this past week, we went up to the beautiful, beautiful town of Telluride up in Colorado. Insert Tim McGraw here. And there was a little bit of foreshadowing. One phrase came out of my mouth as we stood in the airport on our way home. And I should have known as I was saying it that 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 meant that something different was about to happen. So as we were standing in the airport, I go, gosh, I think this is the smoothest trip I have ever been on in my entire life. Dun dun. It did not quite end that way. So we go to this tiny little regional airport in Montrose. It's just a 30-minute flight to Denver. It's going to be smooth and easy. We, like, don't even refill our water bottles because it's going to be that fast. My husband considers getting a snack, and he goes, what am I talking about? I'm going to have a full lunch in Denver. We board the plane. We miraculously got the A group with that fun little gamble, that little bingo thrill that they give us of checking in and getting assigned a section. My husband and I get the end of A. We get these beautiful aisle seats side by side because we are big folk. I'm six feet tall. He's even taller. And everyone boards. And I think I honestly did not. I'm not very good at the passage of time. I did not recognize that it had been about an hour that we were just sitting on the tarmac. Eventually, the pilot comes on and says, hey, you may have noticed No, I didn't. You may have noticed that we've been sitting here for about an hour and it's because there's bad weather in Denver, so we can't take off yet. That then turns into two hours sitting on the tarmac. And at that point, I start Googling and I'm like, how long can they keep us on here? How long until they set us free? It's feeling slightly hostagey. They did bring out water and snacks, which I don't know is common in hostage situations. But I wanted, there was a little bit of that, uh, I need to break free. (laughs) So finally, he comes back on and he says, I've got good news and bad news. The good news is we have been cleared for takeoff. The air, the weather has cleared. The bad news is our first officer, the co-pilot, has officially timed out. He's been awake since three in the morning and he legally can't continue to fly. I am so sorry, but y'all need to get off the plane (laughs) until we find you another co-pilot. The the way that the whole plane deflated, every single person in there just uh, like could not believe that we sat there for two hours and that what was, was what was happening. So we all get off. This ended up being like a six hour ordeal by the end, but I'm going to give you the short end of it. We get off. We quickly start scrambling. Mila is looking up rental cars. Can't find anything. My husband is looking up hotel rooms nearby. I'm looking up the shuttle to get back to Telluride. 
and posting on Instagram just in case anyone has any ideas. And so throughout that, maybe 20, 30 minutes have passed and our plane dad comes on the the microphone and says, flight, whatever, we found you a pilot. Apparently, there was a guy on another flight. He said, our airline doesn't even know that this guy exists, but he's a pilot. So you're going to see a guy in his t-shirt and jeans up there, but just know that you're going to be in good hands. This guy has been so generous and is going to fly. Honestly, the the amount of camaraderie that was beginning to build at this point, the ups and the downs, the roller coaster, the thrill and the mystery of not knowing if and when anyone was getting home. We're like talking in the gate. There's a woman named Carrie. It is her birthday that day. And she needs to take her kids to like a swim meet championship, a championship swim meet very early the next morning. They have to get there. There's babies. There's moms. We are hungry. (laughs) Ours wasn't, oh, Myla needs to get to a wedding. Um, So there's like these different levels of intensity. So as he tells us that like we're back on the up, it's a, you're like laughing. You're looking people in the eyes and being like, we're going home. We're going, there's, I meet this old man from Chicago and I'm like, I love him. That's it. That's the level of bonding. The oxytocin really starts flowing when when you just don't know what's going to happen next and when you're stuck at an airport. There's something different about it. So now we all rush back to our original gate. We are crowded around the vending machines. And our plane dad, our pilot, gets back on. And now we're all crowded around looking at him. Papa, what is happening next? Why are you getting back on the speaker? And he goes, okay, so this is complicated, (laughs) which is just not super what you want to hear when you're like, I'm ready. Let me back on. And he goes, it's complicated. So we do have the second pilot that we needed. What's happening now, though, is that thunderstorms are materializing over Denver out of nowhere. Like within 25 minutes, new thunderstorms are rolling in and it's not safe to take off because I don't know. It's not even a good idea for me to board you right now because I don't know how long you're going to be sitting there. So I now have to make the decision of when to board you considering the amount of storms that are happening and that there's four other planes that are still circling above us and there's five planes, us included, that are here waiting and I don't know the order that we're going to be taking off. (laughs) This is where you're starting to see a little bit more frowning. There's a little bit more exasperated sighs coming. I'm a laugher, so I am like giggling and I'm like, I cannot believe that this is happening. This is so freaking funny. So he says, I'm going to take care of this. Expect to hear from me in the next 30 minutes and I'll tell you kind of where, where my head is at. And so I walked by him and I was like, you're doing a great job. I want him to know I'm not mad at least. We're going to be okay. And I really appreciate the effort that he's taking. So all of us storm the one cafe in this Montreux airport. airport. So at this point, everyone starts to realize, okay, it has been hours. It might continue to be hours. And everyone storms the cafe. So there's this one singular little food booth in this Montrose airport. There is one angel working the checkout desk. There is one angel making every single piece of food behind the counter. Them two in combination. Did you ever play Flo's Diner or um, on the Xbox? Have you played Overcooked? 
It's stress city. But that is exactly what these girls were living. So as we're in line, no joke, 40 people in front of us. Now we're really bonding. We are cracking jokes. We are making up funny fake scenarios. We are bonding. We get to know this woman from Florida. There's this other dad that keeps turning around every time we make jokes. And you know you can just tell that he wants in on it. So then we start joking around with him. We are telling everyone in line what the menu is. Hey, there's only four options, so pick now. Pretzel, hot dog, hammer turkey sub, or a wrap. Start imagining it. They have also now completely closed down the airport. The airport's closed on the the other side. Like, no one knew is coming in. TSA is gone. The gate check agents are all gone. And so the doors are locked and people need to be escorted. So some of the people that decided that they didn't want to deal with this and they wanted to just refund and come back tomorrow now need to be like escorted. There's like a pilot waiting at these doors and he's like, somebody find somebody to get me out of here. So the, when I say thrill, I'm not even kidding a little bit. I was buzzing. Milo was buzzing. We were having a really good time. And eventually what happens is we do get on the flight. We land back in Denver By that point, we had missed our connection back to California. We need to find a new connection to California. But because of those thunderstorms, everyone had gotten behind and it ended up taking an extra four-ish hours. We had to go to a whole different airport. Got home at three in the morning. And you know what? It made for a fun story and we really, really had a good time. This is, however, my perspective. I was indeed looking around and noticing that the way that I was handling it and how much I was able to laugh was 100% because I didn't have anywhere to be. Like it really was not a rush to get home. I did have such a heart for the moms. There was moms on that plane that had three kids under like four or five years old. There was another family that had five kids, like kids and cousins under five. There was a lot of children. There was this mom that was standing in front of me who was supposed to be on that original connection that we had all missed. Um, And she was like, I have to get on a flight home tonight. Like, I cannot sleep with her. She had like a seven-year-old daughter. She's like, I can't sleep with her in the airport. Like, I don't have a toothbrush. I really just want to get home. Like, she was so, so tired. And it made me think about a podcast that I had listened to this past week about overwhelm. So Layla Hormozy, she was talking about how overwhelm comes when you have high demand and low clarity. So we're going to talk about how that can actually connect in a a tool for understanding overwhelm and then how to have a roadmap to understanding your health in a holistic way without the overwhelm. So, So the reason we're talking about this today is because overwhelm is a really common word that I hear from women as they are diving into the holistic world, as they are trying to figure out perhaps certain health issues that they're going through, as they are preparing for marriage or pregnancy, this overwhelm of coming from not knowing where to start. So I'm going to map out a couple of questions. I'm going to ask you a few questions. It would be nice if you had a journal in front of you, honestly, because you can treat it like a little workshop. Or after each set of questions, just go ahead and pause it. And if you're listening to this with a friend, sit and talk about it for a minute or make a note on your phone and try and make this as practical and tailored to you as possible. So here is what high demand can look like specifically when it comes to your health. So here's some possible scenarios that you may feel are high demand. One would be any kind of timeline. 
Do you have a timeline that is tied to you figuring out, I'm doing air quotes, figuring out your health? So is it that you are getting married soon? Do you want to get pregnant soon? Do you have a certain event that is coming up? Maybe you have a conference or even just a friend's wedding that you want to make sure your skin is clear for and that you can take care of your acne. Or maybe you want to make sure that you can only take 15 minutes to get ready in the morning because you've started a new job and you really need to get there on time and feeling your best. Other things that can be high demand can be other parts of your life are really big wants. So maybe you want to be fit and to be able to go hiking with your Bible study every single week. Or you want to be able to go on vacation with your friends and not worry about sharing a bathroom in the Airbnb or not feeling like, I don't know if I'm going to find any food at the restaurants that I can eat, having to look up the menus. So if maybe your periods and your PMS every month are really distracting or they're getting in the way of you living your life and you're like, we got to do something about this. Or you're noticing that your period isn't coming every single month and it's absent. These are all examples of really common high demand or high pressure or urgent, important scenarios that women have at the front of their mind. It kind of ends up being their why of why am I looking for answers? Why am I even doing this? My second question for you is, is the high demand objective Or is it self-imposed? Is there maybe a story that you're telling yourself that is making something seem more dramatic or more high demand than maybe it needs to be? So this would be something like having this pressure constantly to lose weight when if you zoomed out for a minute, you don't really have a ton of weight to lose. There's not a, a real need for that. It might just be coming from poor body image or having been really, really wrapped up in diet culture and expecting that you should always be on a fat loss journey. So that's my first and second question for you. What is the high demand that you are feeling? Try and narrow it down to one or max two things. Where is this demand that you're coming from? What, why are you on a health journey? Why are you diving into holistic wellness? Why are you even here? Why are you on this road? Second question, is part of the demand self-imposed? Are you making things bigger than maybe they need to be? Be honest. The thing with overwhelm is that it doesn't do very well when you look it in the face. So by you sitting down and writing this out, that's part of why it's so important to say these things out loud and to have a conversation with someone Because sometimes even just hearing yourself say it out loud makes you go, wow, I am making a really big deal out of this. Like this does not, I'm realizing now that this is not as as deep as I was making it. This is really helpful. So make sure that you are taking a pen to paper and you're talking this out with someone that you love and that you trust. And that can be really, really steady in it, but at least sit down and journal with it. So now let's go into low clarity. Some common stories or thoughts that you may have around this low clarity that you are feeling might be something like, you don't even know what your body does. You don't understand the way that hormones work. You don't understand the way that your monthly cycle works. You don't know what you don't know. So maybe diving in to what even is holistic wellness feels overwhelming because you don't even know where to start. Another source of low clarity can be that you have tried 
and you have had multiple attempts attempts at digging for answers. And that has been frustrating because you kind of feel like you keep ending up high and dry. I consider this the holes phenomenon. I have a post on it on Instagram, but the idea of just endlessly digging can be very, very frustrating. So at that point, that's where it becomes even lower clarity and higher demand the longer that you've been on your health journey and that you haven't quite gotten the results or gotten the support that you have wanted. Another form of low clarity that might surprise you can come from consuming too much information, following too many random health accounts, having too many sources that you are consuming without understanding what it means for you, without knowing how to apply it to your real, real life and to your own body. That can also be another form of low clarity because it feels like I, I know all these concepts, but I have no idea how to apply them. So that is your next set of questions. Where is the low clarity for you? If you could pinpoint it, if you had to know what is one thing in specific that you feel the lowest clarity about in this situation that relates to your high demand, and then what information do you need to make the right decision? What would it look like to have more clarity in this situation? Would it be something like, yeah, I would have a lot more understanding if I just knew when to expect my period every month. If I knew when to expect it, I could prepare for it. And so that would look like tracking your cycle. What kind of information do you need? Where are you right now? One analogy for this overwhelm is high demand, low clarity is road trips. There is a massive difference between you having to maybe take an urgent road trip, you're going to drive to a wedding. There is a time that you need to be there. If you have your GPS open, you know that Chick-fil-A is in 0.2 miles, you know exactly where every single gas station is, you see that it says it is going to take six hours and 22 minutes to get to your final destination, and it's giving you three different routes. That is a high clarity situation. So even though it's still high demand, you do need to get there, you're the maid of honor, baby, that clarity would make it that you likely don't feel overwhelmed. On the other hand, if you know I need to be at this wedding, I'm the maid of honor today, and you have no idea what route to take, you have no idea how long it's going to take, you don't know where the next gas station is, you can see how overwhelming that would be. So imagine in the same way the value of having a roadmap when it comes to your health. Maybe the high demand thing doesn't get to change. What you have the greatest control over and what you can take action on is your understanding and your clarity. Having clarity in your health is absolutely critical. Really, it's what you want. You want to know where you're going. You want to know why you're doing it. You want to know how is the best way to go about it. What is going to make most sense? What's going to make it as peaceful as possible, smooth, potentially what's going to make it faster. This is why understanding what your options are and the tools that you have and resources so you can have this beautiful blend of education and implementation in taking action is the formula that can let you have peace and confidence and joy in living well. It can be enjoyable for you to rediscover the art of living well, for you to understand your feminine body, for you to get to the root of your health issues. So let's talk about some essential pieces when it comes to this roadmap. Having an understanding that there is a priority system when it comes to understanding your body and supporting it in a holistic way. Remember, holistic, just think whole person. 
Every single system in the body works together. There's no system in the body that works alone. And there is a way that you can support certain systems first, and that has a downstream effect that can then help regulate the lower systems. So imagine it like a waterfall. Rather than just standing at the bottom of the pool and trying to catch all the water, you can go all the way upstream to the top of the waterfall and start to address things there. So for example, understanding your cycle and your circadian rhythm. These are basic, basic foundational keys that can have a massive downstream effect on things like your gut health, your skin health, your hormone health, especially if you are someone that has been told that you have low hormones, like low progesterone, um, or you are struggling with hormone balance, something else like your thyroid. All of these different things are coming downstream of these priority systems, which in the beginning would be understanding how to read your cycle and your circadian rhythm. So there are certain foundations when it comes to your health. When you think about it, think about it as building a house. The stronger the foundation, Every single house needs one, first of all. Every single house needs to have a foundation. And the stronger the foundation, the sturdier and the taller the structure can be. So rather than wasting time on, or money, honestly, on the shingles or the outdoor light fixtures or the best possible sprinklers, you want to start with what is going to lay the groundwork for the greatest and most beautiful outcome. So when it comes to roadmap from point A to Z, having an order in the way that you address things is what's going to give you that peace and that joy in the process. So within Made Good, what we do is we have a three-part process for you to understand and have that clarity about your body. First is understanding God's design. This is basically the science part so that you can understand the principle and make decisions for the rest of your life. Think about it like in math, you learn the formula and then you go and do all the different kinds of problems. By you understanding the principle first, you can apply it to all these different seasons and parts of your life from now to the next 60 years, hopefully. Longer than that, next thousand years. Next step in the Made Good Method is tuning in. So learning to assess your body where it is and what it needs. This is where functional testing comes in and can be so, so helpful, especially if you are someone who is diving into the holistic world because you keep getting blood work or labs from your doctor and everything comes back normal, but you feel anything but normal. That functional testing can give you an extra layer of looking into the body, some extra clarity, because you get to look at the body differently. So something like HTMA testing, which is not commonly found you can't find it at your conventional doctor's office that is hair tissue mineral analysis and what's interesting about it is that by taking a hair sample you can see your body's mineral status so how is it burning through minerals what kind of state of stress is it in and how is that affecting other parts and other systems how is that affecting your adrenals how is that affecting your thyroid how is that affecting your blood sugar what's going on with your mood and your energy all of this by looking at the body in a different way, from a different lens. And then that last step that we take is intentional habit building. Let's be real here for a second. It does not matter to keep learning information without applying it. What does matter is to learn it and try to apply it immediately. 
so that one, you get to troubleshoot while you still have support, and two, it becomes a part of your real life. The goal is not for you to keep taking courses and keep reading different books and just stuffing your brain with information without like actually making it a part of your life. The goal is for you to get to build out the kind of life that you want and build out the kind of life that your body needs in order to be balanced and thrive. So this is exactly how we do it within Made Good. That is our group program. It is currently enrolling and enrollment closes August 18th. This is a scaffolded approach to you becoming an expert in your own body. We give you the roadmap. We walk with you every single step of the way so that you can see exactly what your body needs and begin to apply it to your life. If you are at all curious if this would be the right step for you, if this could be what brings you the clarity that you need to get out of that overwhelm and get back into a place of confidence and peace, go ahead and go back through the questions that I asked in this episode. And after you do that, shoot me a message on Instagram. We can DM and talk and see if this would be the right next step for you. There are only 20 some seats left and we do that so that everyone can have a really tailored and personalized experience. We really want you to feel known and taken care of because your health matters and it's an honor to get to work with you in that. So if you're ready for that level of confidence and clarity, if you're ready to be taken care of and have a tour guide that can walk you through step A to Z, you can apply through the link in the show notes today. And if you have any questions, you want to talk through it a little bit more, go ahead and DM the word podcast at the Catholic Nutritionist on Instagram. Remember, there is a way that you can have peace in your journey. And as always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So go ahead and find me over on Instagram. And I am so excited to chat with you. I hope you have the very, very best day and I'll talk to you soon.